As we remain standing before the Lord, let's turn to God's Word. Genesis 3.9. We will continue with what we were sharing last week. Genesis 3.9. Amen. Father Lord, we thank you and we praise you. We thank you for your word because your word imparts life into us, Father. This morning as we look into God's word, we pray that you will speak into our lives. Revive and rejuvenate us. Instill and hallelujah, we pray that the fire of your spirit will burn within us, Father. To Christ be the glory, Lord. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, we bind it in Jesus' name. And we take victory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we've been talking from the theme, where are you? Amen. Turn to your neighbor and ask your neighbor, where are you? Hope you had an answer for your neighbor. Amen. Some said I'm here. Some said I'm not here. Some said I have no clue where I am. Amen. Some said I'm here for the worship. Some said I'm here for the jungle body. Amen. But either way, praise the Lord. The Lord knows where we are. Amen. A quick recap. Okay. We talked and we started from the theme, Where Are You?, as it's posed by the Lord himself to his crown creation, Adam. Adam was missing from the place where God had placed him. And God called out on Adam saying, Adam, where are you? And we laid the foundation by saying, normally we hear people talking about when we are in sin, the Lord comes seeking, searching us out, seeing where, looking for us where we are. We talked about it, and that's not where we wanted to go. We went a little further. We said, as far as we are concerned, the believers are concerned, where are we? According to Apostle Paul, in Ephesians chapter 1, we are in Christ Jesus. According to Ephesians chapter 2, we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. According to Jesus in John chapter 10, we are in the hands of Jesus. According to Jesus in John chapter 10, we are in the hands of the Father. And there is no power that can snatch us away from the secure hands of the Father. According to John the Revelator, I am convinced that I am in the right hand of the Savior. Praise God. I don't know about you, but when I think about that, that gives me a boost. That gives me a kick. Praise God. I am in Christ Jesus. I am safe and secure in His hands. Praise God. 
It's his hands that carries me. It's his hand that secures me. It is his hand that sustains me. It is his hand that shelters me. It is his hand that protects me. It is his hands that provides for me. It is his hands that covers me. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we said that according to the Bible, positionally, we are in Jesus. We are with Christ Jesus. But practically, we have to look into our lives and ask ourselves, where are we? Praise God. In the realms of our walk with God, where are we? Are we walking with God as Enoch walked with God. The Bible says Enoch walked with God and he was not. When we start walking with God, we are not, meaning our eye, egos, praise God, ought to disappear and it should be everything about the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. The walk with Jesus ought to be sweeter than the day before the walk with Jesus hallelujah should be in agreement with him the walk with Jesus should be synchronized with his steps our heart should beat like his heart our steps should be synchronized with his steps praise God our momentum should be such that we are willing to go where he leads us all the way. Praise God. Hallelujah. With all the challenges that Enoch faced, praise God. As a parent, the pressures around him. As a man with family, the pressure around him. As a man who lived in a corrupt society, all the challenges that he faced, the Bible says he still walked with God. Last week, I got a text from a young parent from this church telling me, Pastor, I was blessed with that word, and I have decided that after my kid, as I have a kid now, I have also started my walk with God, and I want it to be better. Praise the Lord. That was a very warm feeling for me to hear from a young father that he wants to continue his walk with Jesus and be a role model to his children that are growing around him. So Enoch walked with God. Where are we in our walk with God? Then we said that where are we in the realms of worship? Are we standing at the outer court? Or have we, have we moved into the inner court? Where are we? Are we? Have we entered the holy of holies? Praise God. Do we use the access that God has given? Do we enter boldly into the throne of grace? Experience the presence of God. Like Moses experienced the presence of God. Like Joshua who had a passion to linger around the tent of the meeting. May our passion be such that we are always craving for his presence. As the psalmist says, as the deer panteth after the brooks, so my soul 
longeth after thee. May every other longing that you and I have be replaced with a longing for the presence of God. So shall we move on this morning. Where are we? Are we misplaced? Are we displaced? Are we disposed? Are we deposed? Wherever we are, are we out of place or out of position? Are we missing or missing in action? Wherever we are, this morning I want to present to you a God who cares for you. Maybe the people around you don't care where you are. But let me tell you, the Lord does care where you are. He does not only care where you are. He makes provisions and he puts it into motion an action where you and I can come to the place where God wants us to be. The place where God wants us to thrive. The place where God wants us to bloom. The place where God wants us to continue to blossom. In other words, God is in the business of reinstating us to our rightful place, the place where God wants us to be. When Jesus came into this world, he said that his mission was the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. Praise God. Whether you're lost in the field like the sheep or you're lost like the coin in the house or you're lost like the sun away from home, regardless of where you are this morning, the eye of the Lord is upon you and he wants to place you where you rightfully be belong. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Where are we in the realms as to the work for the Lord? Where are we? Praise God. Where are we? Well, we have come to the end of our financial year. It's good to take an inventory. It's good to take an account. Yes, we all are ready probably to look at our financial accounts. But before looking into our financial accounts, looking into our spiritual life, looking into our spiritual activity, looking into the work that God has entrusted us with, looking into the position that God entrusted us with, looking into the assignments that the Lord gave, looking into the projects that you were involved with, how diligent we were. Where are you? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. In the Bible, there are lots of people who were assigned tasks in the old and in the new. Some of them had very Herculean tasks, but they managed to finish the task that God had given them. So as we are ready to tally our accounts, 
Shall we look into our lives and ask ourselves, how we, have we as the Lord looks into our accounts, how was our work for the Lord? Were we diligent in what we were entrusted with? Whether it was song or exhortation, whether it was message or the table, whether it was teaching a class or leading children's church, whether it was leading the young people or making decision as the governing board, wherever we were, praise God, what we were entrusted with, have we been diligent and faithful in the work that the Lord gave us. When the Lord gave, gives us the work, just because he has assigned a task for us, that itself does not eliminate the challenges, the, the, the hurdles, the opposition that can rise against that work. But the Lord who entrusts us with a task, he also gives us the grace, the power, the strength, the stamina, the tenacity to continue that work. Because my Bible says, he who has begun a good work in us is able to bring it to fruition until the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. If God who has initiated a work within me is able to sustain me, to bring it to its completion, then the work that is entrusted to me, the assignment that is given to me, the task that is given to me, he will supply the grace and the power to finish the task that is given to me, provided that I am willing to endure, provided I am willing to trust in him, provided I am willing to lead on him. Praise God. Look at Noah. Noah was given the seemingly impossible task of building an ark. Look at the size of the ark. Praise God. And how many helpers did Noah had? You know, Santa has a lot of helpers, right? Santa has a lot of helpers. Hmm? How many helpers did Noah had? He continued that work. Not for one day, two day, one year, ten year. How many decades? How many decades? My goodness, twelve decades. That equates to what? Hundred and twenty years. Can you believe this? Everybody, everybody must have said this guy's gone bonkers at the size of the stuff that he was building and the message that he was giving. I'm sure the people around him taunted him and, 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 and made fun of him. And if there was a news report, whether it was New York Times or Washington Post or Fox News or CNN, whatever it was, they probably were broadcasting it and probably having a good laugh every late night show, you know, talk that was going on, they would be talking about this project, uh, about, about Noah's project, and the so-called rain that will come. My goodness, can you imagine that? You know, it's not just simply building a boat, but why he was building. 
why he was building. His message was such that it did not make any sense. But the Bible said he persevered. A man continued to work. How about us? How about us? You know? Quite often we see that our term is coming up. Oh, my assignment is coming up. And then we just, ah, don't want to come. Don't want to do anything. No. Praise God. There is a finish line. And you got to press on till the finish line. Praise God. You and I can make a difference till we press on till the finish line. Not calling it quits before that. Read Nehemiah had a big Herculean task. He came down from his comfortable lifestyle and was among the ruins and the rubbles in Jerusalem building up the walls and all around him there was intimidation and threatenings and people making charges false accusation against him but the Bible said that he continued the work and the secret of his success was, the Bible says, he lifted up his heart unto God. And he prayed saying, Lord, strengthen my hands. Praise God. Hallelujah. When you see the impossibility of the task, when you see the hardships before us, we need to be reminded of the fact that we do not move in our own power. We move in the power of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. For that what we need to do is connect with heaven because the project does not belong to me. It does not belong to us. The project belongs to the Lord. You and I cannot afford to call it off. Praise God. Because the project belongs to him. Praise God. The will of God will not take you any place where the grace of God cannot sustain you. If he has given you a task, he has given you the grace to carry out the task. Praise God. Hallelujah. Where are you in the realms of working for the Lord? Praise God. Were you on fire for the Lord? Were you lethargic? Or you didn't care? Dealing with people I always see. The first quarter, we get a good mileage. The second quarter, okay. The third quarter, we're limping. Before the fourth quarter starts, we already thrown the towel. Yeah. Praise God. This is a lifetime assignment. Praise God. 
working for the lord being involved in the work of the lord regardless of what your calling is regardless of what your placement is regardless of what your position is this is a lifetime service you are enlisted for life praise god there is no retirement from the lord's army praise god Hallelujah. So if we have slowed down, what do we do? We're going to decide, Lord, when you look, may I be found where you placed me, full of vigor, full of energy, full of your power that you poured into me and diligent in what has been entrusted to me praise god you know one good thing about our god is he's a god of huh he's a god of second chance praise god blew it off big time last year praise god for the new year just make sure that you don't make a habit out of it praise god So where are you in the rounds of your working for the Lord? Praise God. Hallelujah. Shall we move on? As to witnessing, where are we? Where are we as to witnessing is concerned? Apostle Paul writes, he says that he has witnessed, he has borne the testimony to both great and small. Hallelujah. Witnessing is every one of our assignments. Amen. And the Bible has so many examples of people who witness for the Lord. I just want to pull out one and then we'll go on. Last Friday morning during the during our fasting and prayer, we talked about it briefly. We read about Philip the evangelist. The Bible says that he has he was picked to distribute food. Food distribution was his assignment. What was his assignment? Food distribution. And when the apostles picked seven people to distribute the food, they made sure that they were filled with faith. Hello praise the lord to distribute food they had to be filled with to distribute food you got to be filled with faith they were full of faith full of wisdom and full of the spirit of god No assignment is a small assignment in the house of God. You are enlisted in the service of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You are in the majesty's service. So whether you are taking an offering or whether you are distributing food or whether you are picking up something 
you do it with that understanding and the conviction that i am in the majesty's service praise god faithful distributing food what is it that the apostles were afraid they, they will run out of food and then somebody will have to pray for the food if that has to happen it would happen because jesus did it Is it only Jesus who did it? Who else did it? Aha, come on. Who else did it? Who else did it, church? Huh? Thank you. Who was that? Thank you. The problem is when I mentioned Jesus, everybody went forward. And then they started looking in the church. Who did it? full of faith full of wisdom full of spirit praise god hallelujah to distribute food in the church if that's the case what about every other assignment in the house of god praise god hallelujah you know the man was faithful there because he was faithful in distributing food the lord entrusted him to distribute the spiritual food <laughs> the bible says that he went to samaria the forsaken people the forsaken city from there he went to the forbidden wilderness praise god from there he started walking as the lord told him to do so praise god what was he doing in samaria he was witnessing in samaria he heard the voice of the angel saying go get up and go to the wilderness of gaza and the bible says philip did the the spirit of the lord says walk with the chariot run with the chariot he did he spoke the word of jesus or he preached jesus and he did the country did fulfill the mandate that jesus placed the mandate that those who believe should be baptized and the bible says after that he was carried away by the spirit you know when i was young i used to read that portion and i used to pray lord you know i want to be carried by the spirit too don't you think that's going to be awesome experience huh we all got a lift right how many of you guys have got a lift anybody got a lift a ride hello we all did we all did if you didn't you will praise the lord philip also got a lift what was the first lift he got Huh? The first lift. The chariot. But for him to reach the chariot, he had to be obedient. The angel said, "Get up." He got up. The angel said, "Go." He went. The spirit said, "Walk." He walked. The spirit said, "Run." He ran. And the spirit just took him away. and when i found that out i realized it's not that easy 
Just because you pray, Lord, carry me away, he's not going to carry you away. You got to do what? When he says, get up, you get up. When he says, go, you go. When he says, go here, you go there. Not like Jonah. When he says, run, you run. And when he's ready to take you up, you go with him. Praise the Lord. And then the Bible says, he was found in Azotos. And from town to town, he went preaching the word of God. Praise God. In other words, after he reached a certain height, he did not stop witnessing. Amen. In our spiritual walk with Jesus, we, the Lord will take us to new heights. The Lord will take us to new depths. That does not, that should not stop us from witnessing for the Lord. Where are you in realms of witnessing? Praise the Lord. Last year, last year, did we witness? How many people did you share Jesus with? How many people did you bring along with you to one of our services? Maybe you cannot, you cannot explain everything, but you can bring someone into the presence of the Lord and pray for them. Praise God. Were you able to do it this morning if the Lord were to look and ask, where are you in the realms of witnessing? Where are we? Well, if we are not where we are, let's pray this morning, Lord, this new year, make me a living epistle. Make me a living testimony. Amen. Where are we? In the realms of prayer. As to prayer, where are we? Paul writing to Timothy. In, in, in Timothy, he says, 1 Timothy 2.8, Likewise, men ought to lift up their holy hands in prayer. In other words, effective prayer is what? Directly connected to holiness. Clean hands means what? What does clean hands mean? Use sanitizers every time? No. Clean hands means a clean conscience, a clean life. Praise God. And Paul writing to Timothy says, effective prayer is directly linked to a clean and a holy life. And may the Lord help us so that our prayers will be effective, our hands will be clean. Praise God. As far as prayer was concerned, where are we? Where are we? In the Bible, there is a man who prayed three times a day. Who was it? Who was it? Who else? Put up that verse, Alex. Psalm 55. Psalm 55, verse 16 and 17. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. Who is this, Daniel? Praise God. 
So at least we know how many people. Huh? The two Ds. The two Ds. David and Daniel. They had the habit of praying three times a day. Hey, how's your prayer life? How's your prayer life? How's your prayer life? How did Jesus pray? How did Jesus pray? Hebrews 5.7. Check it out. We're going to conclude now. 5.7. Hebrews 5.7. Quick. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. How did Jesus pray? Hmm? With loud cries and tears. When was the last time you shed a teardrop before the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. I wanted to hear that from the men's side. I know some of the sisters, they are gifted. They just sit in the presence of the Lord and they can shed tears. God bless you. Praise God. How about the brothers? We feel so macho. We feel so strong. And we are not willing to break our hearts before the Lord. To have a contrite spirit before the Lord in prayer. But Jesus, who was meek, power under control. Who had so much power that operated in and through him. When he went for prayer, the Bible says he cried with loud voice and tears. When it comes to prayer, it is not a bashful thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus cried out loud and he prayed. We who are in the New Testament, we have the indwelling of the Spirit. And Paul writing to the Romans, he says, that he, the Spirit, helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how we ought to pray for. So the Spirit intercedes for us. Hello. Praise God. We have the Holy Spirit within us. And when we are in a jam, when we are stuck in a rut, when we are in a crisis, when we don't know how to pray, what to pray, when to how to pray, the Holy Spirit within us, it takes over. The other day, you know that Mary Kuti Auntie, Peter Uncle's wife, was in the hospital. She had a stroke. I was informed and when I reached there, she was in the bed. And I was told that one side, her left side, had become numb. But I, when I walked into the room, she was, she was in prayer. She was in prayer. And I want to tell you things that, that yesterday night Shebin testified, but this is what I'm sharing. Shebin was not there because Shebin, we were asked to leave. 
and said that only one person can stand by the bed. And Sherry was there and I was there. And, 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 and she raised up her hand because she could not feel anything in her hands. She told me, pray for this hand, pray for this hand. She was desperate and she was in prayer. And as I held her hand, the woman, the, the sister started, started shaking and she started speaking in tongues. She broke in tongues and the entire body started convulsing and she was in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I was shocked. I said, Lord, look at this woman. One side is numb, but she was in the spirit. She was pressing on. She was asking God for a divine intervention. And she started speaking in tongues and entire body from the crown of her head to the very sole of her feet started shaking and shivering. And she started uttering in tongues. And I looked, I said, Lord, isn't her one side of her body supposed to be numb? She's not supposed to feel anything. But every, oh, every member of her body was shaking and shivering under the power of God. And the medical staff that was surrounding her, first they thought there was something wrong with her. Something was going wrong with her. They all started coming and looking at her. But once they realized that it was a prayer, because amidst the tongues, there was a word. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus that kept coming out and they realized that she was not going nuts. She was in prayer. Folks, let me tell you, God has given us that spirit within us, the spirit of love, the spirit of sound mind, the spirit of power that indwells us. He has given us the gift of tongues that we can pray when we cannot pray in our own strength. When our wisdom runs out, when we don't know what to do. Praise God. Allow the Holy Spirit to take over. Praise God. Hallelujah. Where are you in the realms of Prayer. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'll conclude here. Praise God. Where are you? Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All eyes closed. Let's conclude here. Are we in place? In place as God has entrusted us. In place as God has assigned us. In place functioning effectively. Functioning with the grace that God has given. Functioning with diligence. Working with diligence wholeheartedly. Praise if we have slowed down, this morning can we say, Lord Jesus, Lord, thank you for this new year and the new opportunity that you have given me. Lord, help me to be propelled by the power of God that it might walk with you in my worship, in my work with you, in my witnessing for you. Father, give me that grace 
Empower me to become everything that you want to be. When you come looking for me, Lord, may I be found where you have placed me. And hear the words of the master saying, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. My Father, we thank you and we praise you. We humble ourselves before you, King. Father, yes, during the course of the last year, there are times where we have slowed down. There are times when we got discouraged. There are times when we got disappointed. There are times when we could not work the way that we wanted to. This morning we yield ourselves to you, Father. Lord, we pray that we will be full diligent, full of power, full of faith, full of wisdom, doing our very best for the Lord, for we are in the King's service. Lord, we pray that we will not lose focus of the fact that we are in the Majesty's service. And so wherever you place us, Father, we pray that we will give our very best for our king deserves the best. Now, Father, we pray that you will bless your people, that everyone will continue to be in grace. Everyone will be centered in your will. Every one of our hopes will be anchored in you. Every one of us will experience the peace that passeth all understanding. Everybody will be empowered and energized to do your will. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Young and old alike, we pray for your blessings to rest upon us. In Jesus' name we pray. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus, the love of the Father, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit be with us for now and forevermore. And God's people said, Amen. The food is being served.